welcome to the Luke Branquino Show. Today, we're going to be live at the Cinch Stage at RMEF Outdoor at Hunter Christmas. Whether we're in studio or at the National Finals Rodeo, you can always check us out on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe. Welcome to the Luke Branquino Show. Today, it is the beauties and the beasts. I am here with four lovely ladies, rodeo wives, that have to understand the rodeo trail, but not necessarily be on the rodeo trail because their husbands are out there making a living for them. We have Josie Martin, Lily Hay, Stephanie Fields, and then obviously I'm going to save my beautiful wife, Lindsay Branquino, for the end. Ladies, thank you for joining me. Thanks yeah, for having us. Having us. So, so on the show, we have a lot of people, like cowboys, that talk about going up and down the road. But what the fans don't know and the people don't see is what's at home, what you guys are doing. And I know for some of you, you get to travel and be on the road with your husbands. But Stephanie, I want to talk to you first. Casey, multi-time world champion, rodeo family. You have kids. You can't get out on the road with him all the time. No, it's sad. When Chamberlain was little, our oldest, she's nine now, we had a bus and we did. We went everywhere with him and we have the best memories. And then she started school and we had Huck's in and now we have Remy and with sports and all the things it's just it's just too hard it's just hard to go out there and in five days they'll hit three rodeos and the kids just they don't they don't love that so it's just it's hard but it's also hard when we're home alone so he doesn't go to a whole lot of rodeos anymore so it's you know i think it's just with his age we realize that that time is so precious and we try to we try to go as much as we can but it's just, it's just too hard well, fortunately for you, as dominant as he is in that event, he doesn't have to go to very many rodeos. <laughs> luckily, yes, luckily. It's been a blessing for sure. And yeah. it's, for me, it's been an honor to be able to be in the same arena as him. Uh, we've got to become very close. I got to uh, spend some time with him. And before Louis had passed, I got to enjoy so many great stories with Louis and just such an amazing family and amazing, amazing men. Well, Josie, last year, first NFR. You had something going on last year <laughs> during the NFR. Yeah, so when we left, I was like almost 38 weeks pregnant. My due date was December 16th. We almost had him here, but we made it home. So he was born uh, like Tristan Road, Saturday night. We left Sunday, drove all night Sunday night. He was born Monday at 6.30. Oh, wow. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah, I was a scheduled C-section, so I kind of thought that gave me a little barrier of protection because my doctor's like, you know, I think that that's the route we're going to have to go. So I wasn't really worried about him coming, but then everyone was really worried. So I guess it's a big deal when you have a baby. So. <laughs> right, right. Well, making home a blessing. Yeah, Tristan sure. had a great NFR, you know, yeah. to me, coming from that family again, a very tight knit rodeo family and right. having that success and being able to get to see his family and everybody out here. Do you get to travel with him much? This last year I went um, for a couple weeks in July and then I kind of finished out uh, like the last week, 10 days in Pendleton. Um, I've worked full time, I'm a nurse like in my regular life, but since I had the baby, I've just been working part time. So most of the time it's two or three days a week, but I do have the freedom to be on like now, I don't, I'm not obligated. So 
I did go quite a bit this summer, which was really fun. Just with the baby, Tristan didn't have to miss a lot of those firsts, like the crawling and the, you know, him standing up and his first teeth were all like on the road. So Tristan didn't have to miss that, which was fun. Lily? Let's hear about your experience. <laughs> I mean, you come from a obviously family of rodeo cowboys and cowgirls too. Yes. But the travel is so much different than a steer wrestler's wife to a, a bronc rider's wife. Yes, I actually feel a little fortunate. So speaking of steer wrestler wives, Quincy Eldridge is my aunt, but more like my older sister. But we have a lot of family we're cheering on this week. So we have Clayton Bigelow in the yep. bareback riding. We have Logan Hay, my brother-in-law in the bronc riding. We have Lucky Holman, my little cousin, and then Dawson Hay, and then of course Dakota. Um, so it's a big family affair for us on the road. It's comforting to know anytime I go out, I'm probably gonna have some family members there and a lot of friends. Um, that being said, I see how it's more difficult for you know the steer wrestler wives versus you know a rough stock wife we can fly a lot of places Dawson can fly in and out where I go I know you guys have that extra obligation of horses and trailers and you know traveling partners and your hazer and everything um, so I don't ever take that blessing for granted that you know I was same thing super pregnant all summer um, and I was like hoping you know I was due in mid-October that you know the baby wouldn't come early but I knew Dawson could just hop on a flight you know and not leave horses beside behind or anything um, this summer so I don't take that for granted and I don't take for granted having like family and friends to go to when I, I do get to get out and go to rodeos. Well that definitely a blessing to have that time. And one thing about the rodeo world, which we all know, even if you didn't have your extended family or your immediate family, uh -huh. it's such a tight-knit group. You can go and get help from anybody. And that's one thing we love about it. Lindsay, <laughs> we got married 2004 and we jumped in the horse trailer with three other bulldoggers. She, oh got, to, she got to experience the bulldog and rodeo life. And, and for me, it was, I had to enter those guys and then we were entering Lindsay as my, I guess, fifth traveling partner, buddy. Uh, but she got to experience the stinky cowboy. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like newlywed life when you're in, I mean, how many square feet? 150? Maybe. Maybe. With uh, your brand new husband and his three best friends. <laughs> I wouldn't call him my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Living in bunks. And yeah, I mean, I think at that time, like, what you brought up is it was really challenging. I mean, that, like our situation, but also me going from my independence and rodeoing on my own to then like us trying to enter together. And you had just won your first world title. So you had more obligations and as far as sponsors and stuff, so where you had to go and we're in one trailer. So it's like, if you had to be somewhere and I couldn't make the barrel racing work, like I didn't enter and um, Bulldoggers, uh, haul horses a lot differently than <laughs> racers. Do. I learned how to wrap legs really fast. Not very good, but I learned how to wrap them. Anything to get them in the trailer quicker, right? I can remember in 04, after winning the world, we were rodeoing 05 with that group of guys. I think I had to go down with the U.S. Army at the time, was my sponsor, and I had to go to South Padre Island for spring break for the U.S. Army. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah, and I mean, anybody that knows spring break, there's a lot of young <laughs> women not wearing much clothes because it's a beach and it's hot and anyway that's that, the only reason that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was obviously hot. for the army sponsorship you didn't yeah. want to go of course yeah. I didn't want to go twisted his arm forced him yeah yes it was a great experience we had dinner with the Dallas Cowgirls uh, oh my gosh but she knew I told her about it a month later yeah uh, no so <laughs> actually I mean since he's brought this up it's fair game I was at home when that happened and it happened to be like a very cold and rainy day. And I got home from work late, it was totally dark. 
and I didn't know where the heater in our new house was. Like I didn't know. And so I had like plugged in a space heater and it blew the breaker and I didn't know oh, where the no. breaker box was. And so I called him about like 75 times in the dark at night by myself. And then finally, like at some point I had missed a call from him and I listened to the voicemail and it was like really loud. And he's like, I'm sorry, we're just, I'm at dinner with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. I'll, I'll call you in the morning. I'm like, oh my God, I'm leaving. Like I'm packing my bag. It's <laughs> over. That is so funny. Cause I remember you posted that, like it was a couple years ago, I think. And yeah. I was like, this girl is my spirit animal. I was like, I need to find her and we've got to be friends because she gets it. Cause I think we've all been yeah. there. Like yes. those phone calls. I know when I did my companion pass, like I talked yeah. about, and I know you did too. Like, yeah, all companion yeah, pass. Like you hear that in the background and you're like, okay, have fun, but don't. Yeah, like, don't have fun. <laughs> I hope you're miserable. Cause yeah. like you're at home and like, you're also have to fend for yourself at home a lot. I do have a lot of family. Like you're saying like yeah. a good support system, but like, I don't like to ask for help, first of all. And like, there's a lot of stuff that you just have to do, you, especially once you have a baby, it's, you need an extra set of hands and everything just takes longer. And like, so having somebody gone, it, you just notice that, that absence a lot more. Yeah. So, especially when you're with the Dallas Cowboys, truly. <laughs> yeah, there's three of them. That's yeah. I'm glad you brought up Companion Pass because that's something that I know you all have enjoyed doing. and. And me as a really, I love to read, so I don't read at all. I was hoping she'd put it on audiobook or something. But the fans, everybody loves the companion pass. They're asking, are you going to bring it back? I want to. And I actually have a few that I'm waiting to post. I mean, with our move and stuff this summer, life got away from me a little bit. But I have some girls that have agreed to do it and a couple of girls that have written them. And I need to get them up. Like, that's my goal after the first of the year is to really get it going again. Because there are so many stories. And... Um, I really started it because I wanted to hear the stories of other rodeo wives because I think we all manage it a little bit different. I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of survival, right? Yeah, and so I like being able to hear the stories and most of them as a rodeo life are so relatable. Like you tell your story, I'm like, I identify with this yeah. part. And you tell that story, I'm like, that happened to me too. Right. And then I think for people kind of outside of it, it gives them a look into like the behind the scenes, like what it really takes for these guys to go down the road to be like, competing at this level and, and the sacrifices that are made by their family and the people that love them that I think I think it's really great and I've just been so honored by you girls oh, and everyone else that's been willing to share their story because it's I, yeah. I think they've touched a lot of people absolutely well, I loved reading I love everyone's and I, <laughs> I remember before I wrote mine Stephanie had wrote one and Lindsay you had written one and I loved reading them because I was a young new like rodeo wife and it was like I, there were just difficulties I knew what it would be like I'd seen it you know for friends and family before but I think a lot of people see you know what they do on the road they have fans they have people that cheer them on all year long but they don't ever think about you know the family at home the aspect at home that a lot of the times we're being like the man of the house yeah. holding down the yeah. foot and That's I think sure. yeah and I think companion has just opened a little bit of the door to like a little bit behind the scenes you know um, sure. to an aspect that I don't think a lot of people have like yeah, because oh, they sure. see like this life. They see like the glam and like the, the yeah. fun yeah. rodeos that yeah. you get to. They Especially don't see... in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. it's sparkle. Yeah. Like yeah. it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, they don't see it when it's like blizzarding at home and you have to feed the horses. Yeah. Like things yeah. like that. That's yeah, super exactly. fun. Well, I know for me, uh, what she has done to help me in my career, uh, even writing a retirement uh, post, she's like, well, what do you want it to say? And I felt like, here's a bucket. I cried into it, words. <laughs> and she picked them out and 
and tried to make it. I mean, I'd have never put that together like that. So everybody's <laughs> like, oh, we love your post. And you wrote it so well. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you I just... cried them into a bucket <laughs> and I try even thinking about it. But I mean, that's just the support that she's always been there for me. Like you are all there with your husbands. And honestly, I don't think this world, this rodeo world would be the Cowboys, I should say, would not be successful without the strong backing they have with their wives like you guys. You're a lucky man. I'm, yeah, I'm very lucky. And I think a different thing too is you guys obviously get nervous, but it's in your control, it's in your hands. I sit with my father-in-law obviously every night, Rod Hay. He's qualified 20 times to the NFR. He says it's way harder to sit in the stands, way more nerve-wracking than to be out there competing. He's like, it's not in my control. I have to sit here and watch my boys from a distance. And I'm like, that's right. This is not an easy job. You know, it's right. not easy. We're not sitting here you know just relaxing watching the rodeo yes. i don't know i get nervous yeah. you guys around. Like, oh, is that you tonight <laughs> yes i was like he told me last night i was like when is that round he's like tomorrow i'm like oh <laughs> well, <laughs> this is the eliminator round, round yes. right yes i hate this round he loves it like this is his <laughs> cup of tea but i'm like i i'm a wreck i what don't does he have like tonight? it that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Louie told me like years ago, me, we were married, married maybe a year. And he's like, you know what? Veronica never worried about like what the draw was or what the horses were. And you know, that's just not something you just don't need to worry about. And I was like, cool. Then yeah. from then on, I just never, never I'm really worried about it. Yeah. And another thing is Casey doesn't really know the horses very well either. So that helps too. So <laughs> it was funny, like talking about being in the stands. So he, him and Veronica have those front row seats. Right. And when, when he would watch Casey, he would like lean back and he would like tuck his chin. Like, <laughs> like he was riding like every jump with him. That's the best. He makes fun of me about that. Yeah, his, his air dogging, I call it. He's like, <laughs> always so Kate, our oldest, has started uh, shoot dogging now. And he'll be out there doing it. And I see Luke's like, like yeah. and he'll try to get the thing. And then like his arm like comes up and like, oh, you got it. You're going to help him. So it does help. It does or help. sending the vibe yeah. or whatever it's it called. Does help. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, they, they feel it. And anyway, I'm not going to get into it. I think the thing about being nervous though, watching with the finals is like for everybody else at home watching, it's like 10 days and it's exciting. But I think, I, I don't know, I can't speak for you guys, but for me, it was like, it's 10 days, but it feels like so much is riding on that because it's 364 or 65 days leading up to that. Yes. And then you know if those 10 days don't go good, like one, what they've put into it, but two, it's another 365 days until you get back there for another shot at it, yeah. if they even do. And so it just feels like, it feels heavy. It's yes. like, and I, it's hard. I think like just even just the financial aspect, like Tristan will talk about it all the time. Like if you're not making the finals, you're really, not probably even breaking even on the no. year, especially hauling horses. If you're mounting out, if you know, God forbid something happens, you have a baby, you know, <laughs> like it. So, if you don't make the finals, it's really hard to make money. This is the week where you go into the green, you know, and yeah. so it's important to have a good finals on top Absolutely. of just getting here is like his minimum at yeah. this point, you know, yeah. for yeah. that financial aspect. Anyways, so. Well, and for me, and Lindsay had touched on this. When I was here as a competitor, it was business. Like, right. I do my obligations to sponsors. I would go back to the room. I'd take a nap. I didn't. She said some of the couches we had in our hotel rooms were most comfortable couches ever. <laughs> um, you know, I'd have lunch, go to the rodeo, business. As soon as rodeo's over, hopefully go get a gold or a go around buckle, and then if not, it was right back to bed. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't that you see it on the outside. They don't realize what Lindsay went through, and I'm sure all of you, when business is at hand, you take care of it. 
and as a competitor and then competitor's wife, you're like, well, let's maybe go to dinner or let's do that. And I'm like, I was, I was like, no, yeah, no, yeah. this is, I'm here to take care of business. Yeah, it is, it's so true. And with kids, it's so hard because right. they, I mean, to them, it's like a vacation. Yeah. And right. It's like, they want to do all these fun things and it's so hard being me and the kids and Casey's, you know, doing all these yeah. other things. So it, it's, it's hard, but it's, like you said, it's, it's a job, it's business. So And I think the family is always so excited. I know our family is so excited and it's like, hey, let us buy you a steak, let's go grab a beer. And it's always innocent, but you do that with all 75 of the markers. <laughs> you know, pretty soon it's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And so, yeah. Like last year where I was pregnant and miserable, I didn't leave the hotel room. I went to the rodeo, went back to the room. And so Tristan, I think kind of used that as an excuse partially, but like, we got very close during the finals last year because we were just together all the time. I was like, are you good? He's like, are you good? We're good, okay, let's go eat. We're gonna go to bed. And then anybody wanna do anything? He's like, nope, we're going to bed. Nope, we gotta do this. And so it was a good like bonding week for us, for him to focus, especially being his first finals and being nervous, but then also pregnant with the first baby. It was just a really good take care of business, focus and like get shit done, you know? Yeah. So I was thankful for one positive out of yeah. it, yeah. you know. Just, just get pregnant again for next yeah. year. <laughs> well, ladies, I truly appreciate you all coming on. Uh, best of luck to your husbands and your husband. Uh, you might roll an ankle walking up the stairs, but uh, it, it's, been, it's been a pleasure getting to hear the insight from you guys. And I honestly feel like this show, this episode, we're gonna do it again with you guys because there's so much more out there that we can let people know. So thank yeah. you all very much. Yeah, Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. <laughs>